Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number six of the Lose Weight, Create Life podcast. My name is Ryan Tomko, and today we are joined by Megan and James. You can find them on Instagram at losingwithlove and at tacosgetsfit. I'm so excited to have these two on today. They are married, and they are going through their weight loss journey together. Listen in as they give us a lot of insight as to losing weight together as a couple, as well as how to live with each other and learning to live with their new lives they're creating. We also talked to Megan a little bit about her diagnosis and living with PCOS. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share this with a friend, somebody you think this episode may be of use to. With that, let's get to the interview. James and Megan, I'm so grateful for your time today. Thank you for joining me today on attempt number two. And <laughs> I'm so <laughs> glad you're here with us. Just glad, thank, glad you. To be thank here. you so much. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Take us into your story. What kind of got you guys started into your weight loss journey? Was it one of you guys that started and pulled the other one in, so to speak? Or what What all What all happened? I'll, uh, I'll let my wife take that one. Okay. Uh, so... I had just even posted sometime this past week about last year, this time last year, um, I was, and uh, she had told me that the easiest way to not um, cheat on my diet, give up on my lifestyle, however you want to say it, was to get rid of all the bad stuff in my house. Unfortunately, James was not quite on board at that time. And so we had a little contraband box, is Uh, what I like to call it, uh, of all of the cookies and the cereals and the snacks and the the chips. And he hated it because he felt like he was the bad guy. But um, I did start the journey first. I actually had bariatric surgery in June, June 25th of 2018. I lost about 40 pounds pre-op and then... Um, total, uh, since my highest weight, I've lost 110 pounds thereabouts. So I, I was the first to start. Um, but mainly because I have polycystic ovarian syndrome and we can get into that a little later, but, um, one of the biggest side effects of PCOS that not every single person who has cysts in their ovaries experience, but that I definitely experience is infertility. And James and I want to try to have a natural family. And as soon as we got married, it became apparent that that was going to, a weight loss journey was going to have to be the first step in that happening. Um, So in 2017, I had started the journey and tried to go to the dietitian and tried to get ready for surgery. And when we saw that year that surgery wasn't going to happen. Uh, it was sort of falling off the wagon for me. And um, we tried to just go off birth control and naturally try to have a baby. And all that did was make me gain 30 pounds and my hormones go out of whack and crazy and yeah. go nuts. So in yeah. 2018, we decided, you know what, we're going to go for the surgery thing again. It's It was just surgery for me. Um James was not on that journey, but it doesn't mean that he wasn't a huge support system for me. Oh, sure. Um, one of the biggest things I see now being someone who's in the weight loss community on Instagram is a lot of women are asking me how I got James involved. And I did not make James change his lifestyle. I did not tell him he had to eat what I ate. I did not... Um, I, I did have breakdowns sometimes because it's just hard when you're on a weight loss journey and your husband says, bring home McDonald's. <laughs> right. Yes. It, yeah. It's not easy. And and all you can do is just openly communicate with your partner. Hey, this is really hard for me. It would be easier if you just didn't have that or if we could hide this or, you know, if you were with me. Um, so he can tell you about why he started the journey, but my portion of the journey was because I want fertility in my life. I want to be a mom. It's one of the biggest things I want. I've been a teacher forever, but I want my own kiddos to, to teach and to love and to snuggle on. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, for, for me, um, 
It was harder. Uh, I am stubborn. Uh, yes. That runs in the yes, family. <laughs> uh, it's a genetic trait, unfortunately. Um, but I also, uh, I, I work, I work really hard and I was working at my job really hard and I was, I was paying for most of our bills and we were paying for our own wedding and it was, I was doing a ton of overtime for that. And a lot of that was, was I stress eat. Um, I'm an emotional eater too. Uh, it's always been that way for me ever since I can remember. Um, food's always been a comfort versus a fuel. Um, so for me, it's been kind of a, you know, the, the norm. I was raised by a single parent mother who, um, is absolutely amazing. Um, but unfortunately we, we, you know, went down the path of eating out and that was kind of our go-to and, you know, my fondest memories are, you know, us eating out and going to restaurants and stuff like that because we'd have the best talks and stuff. But so for me, there's a, there's a deep seated connection to food. Um, and then if you tell me I can't have it, I, I crave it even more. Um, right. It's pretty crazy um, how much of a. <clears throat> of That's a why I couldn't push. If I pushed, <laughs> he'd go the opposite yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it, it's pretty crazy how how much um, I let food dictate my life. Um, and I also was stubborn and and I never did three meals a day. I always waited until late at night and then finally eat. So I would go to Taco Bell, which was my go-to place because I love love tacos and Mexican food. Um, or, you know, Tex-Mex, I guess that is, if that. Um, so I, I would go and, and you know, I would start, I would spend $20, $30 at, at a drive-thru just for me, um, which is which is crazy um, because when you start adding that up and at one point um, to kind of get me on that journey, um, my wife and I sat down and looked at my bank account and we added up a full month's worth of Taco Bell and, it's like $125. Dave Ramsey yeah. really showed us how much we were spending on fast food. Yeah, we did a financial financial class with Dave Ramsey, and that's when we started looking at finances. And for me, um, seeing my wife losing the weight and seeing her transformation, I didn't want to fall behind, and I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be the fat father. Um, so for me, it, it took a little while. Um, it 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 didn't you know stick and then finally i it, it's a mindset change and i think you kind of have to hit hit rock bottom you know for you whatever that is or hit that wall where it's like okay you either have to do this or you keep going the way you go um and i and i suffer from anxiety too and uh i i had a panic attack once and i had to go to the hospital for it and they rushed me in there really quickly when you say you know you're feeling pressure in your chest Right. And that really scared me. And and so for me, it was more like, man, I really want to be alive for my wife and my future family. And, uh, you know, that was the catalyst for me and, and to get my shit together. Um, I remember there was a time for me when, I mean, James and I used to be, we used to live in Austin, um, which is a really hopping, rocking, cool city. Great um, food. Great tacos. <laughs> but it has great food. And yes. our our go-to was going out for um, margaritas and tacos. <laughs> margaritas and tacos. But but on the weekends we love to do brunch and we love to get yeah. waffles. Yeah. And we loved our waffles with like extra syrup and all this. And one day yeah. I just broke down crying and he said, What's the matter? And I said, I never want to eat waffles again. This is killing me. You know, I was just always out of breath. I was always overweight. Both of us, our highest weight was 385. It was uncomfortable to be alive. Yeah. Yeah, it was un- I was I- I'm a I'm a fun fun loving guy on the outside, but on the inside I was super insecure. Um the first and I I don't know if you can relate, but uh for me, anytime we would go out to do something or friends would invite us out, my first thought was, man, I really hope that we considered a table and not a booth. You know, it, or man, I really yeah. hope I'm not sweating in this shirt. It was just kind of like, it was just one of those things where it's like, instead of thinking about having fun with friends and my wife, it was more so, am I going to fit in this chair? Or am I going to fit in this? And the and, other thing is he would always worry when I walk in the room, who's going to turn around and what are they going to think? Yeah. And to get yourself out of that mindset of, I mean, we are brand ambassadors for our gym. We sure. post every day about Crunch Fitness. 
We are always there. We are part of the family. And you have to realize that when you walk in the gym, no one's turning around and saying, who's that fatty and what the hell are they doing here? Those people are on their own journey. They're on their own path. And that's true of everybody everywhere. They have their own stress. They have their own anxiety. They have their own to-do list. They may be counting reps in their head. So getting out of your head and realizing that, um, that no one cares who you are or, or what journey you're on because they're on their own path is kind of the thing that he needed to realize to break that cycle of using food when he worried. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, to, it was to the point where I, I, I was embarrassed that I sweat in the gym. You know, like they would think I'm like the sweaty fat guy. And and that's ridiculous because it's a normal bodily function. Everyone's sweating in the gym. And everyone sweats in the gym. (laughs) That's that's what most of their motto is. Um, So it's just, you know, for me, it was a lot of it was a lot of mental hurdles to get over. Um, and then the, the support that we found, cause I, I didn't initially start an Instagram. We went with my when, wife's when we started losing our weight, when we started at crunch Columbia, which is our gym in Columbia, South Carolina, they said, what's your Instagram handle? We'll tag some stuff. And honestly, we only had an Instagram for our dog because she's. <laughs> a tripod she only has three legs she's the cutest thing in the whole world and we're natural parents so our dog is our baby you know and I was like oh I don't really have an Instagram but opening us up to our own weight loss journey Instagrams really expanded everything with our journey yeah it's uh it's amazing to see the amount of people that are on the same journey as you um the people that are posting, you know, like, like Gary and, and, and Josh and tab versus and just people that are, I, I definitely started with fat girl fed up. Lexi and Danny were like, like godsends to me because that's exactly what I wanted for James and I, not to be famous, not to have a million followers, not to be certified, but to be each other's rocks and go-tos. And I wanted to, you know, have workouts with him. And I wanted him to push me and me to push him. And we weren't there yet when I started Instagram, when I started my weight loss Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I I feel like we're there now. Yeah. We, when we, when we started the, the Instagram, it was you and me under one and Mm -hmm. then we were doing good for a little bit. And then I, I, um, I got sick. I got the flu really bad. And then I got bronchitis right afterwards, and it was like a three-month period of just, just terrible, terribleness for me. And and my, I got off track big time because um, I just felt like felt like crap. And and there um, were some mental health. Yeah, I, I let then. my I let myself go, and and then you know really, you know, two or three months, and it took me to kind of get my crap together. And and that's I think that's when I started my Instagram after that um, to be accountable for it and. And then to, to have the community out there be so supportive and and see people struggle just the way I'm struggling. And, you know, it just really made me feel that like uh, we weren't doing it alone. Um, and, and it was awesome. And, and, and it really has kept us accountable big time. I think uh, that we've both been we've both in our lives done managerial work, done training of people, you know, in, in our um, professional professional lives. lives, but in our personal lives. I'm very maternal. He's very paternal. And I think that that plays a huge impact in the fact that we not only want to be the best versions of ourselves for our future kids, but when we go out on Instagram and see people that are trying their best and working really hard and they say that we're motivating them, that motivates us to work harder. Yeah, it's it's humbling, too, because, you know, I I don't see us as motivating others. I'm I just, want to. But I'm just I don't trying to do not pass why. out on the treadmill. Really, that's right. You know, um, so I, I, you know, I don't, I don't see it, but, but that's great that others do. Um, and, and I think that's probably, probably the, the idea for most people. You know, um, but, but it's, it's great to hear and, and hearing things like that or seeing people comment and, uh, you know, pushing me further and you can do it. It, it really, it really helps. You know, 
push push you that extra you know two or three minutes on the treadmill or to try new things um like I, our, like our plank challenge that i we're think doing. i think the thing with um with me is i want to be that person i wish i had when i was 16 and started getting my symptoms for pcos i want to be that person who i wish i had in my life when i was 26 and was diagnosed with pcos i want to be that person uh, who I wish was in my life when I found out that I would deal with infertility for most of my life. I didn't have a community. I thought I was the only girl who grew facial hair and the only girl who couldn't have babies, the only girl who was full of testosterone, the only girl who had a big bulging belly. You know, there are so many vast symptoms of this disease and I thought I was the only one. And it's like one in five women or something crazy like that. There are so many people out there. And there's so many people that are strong women that are dealing with this. And it's not easy every day. But I try to post the hard stuff, too. You know, I post sure. that my hair is falling out. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we try to be very transparent, too. I think that's important for us. Um, because it's, it's great to post all the, the amazing things, but if you don't, if you don't post some of the stuff that not a failure, but life lessons, like, uh, we're doing the plank challenge now. And the, the, I, I think a couple, couple days ago when I did one, um, I didn't fully make it and that, uh, that really irritated me. I thought I failed and, um, I did it right after workout, which is stupid cause I was super tired. Um, yeah. but the positivity that I got from everyone was like, it was not a fail. I mean, you didn't, you didn't do one before and now you did one and you did it for longer than you did the day before. So, um, and again, today I, I, I did it before the workout, but after our, after doing all the storage stuff and I was just super tired and I had to, I had to stop and then, you know, do it more and stop and do it more. And, um, you know, it's, it, uh, we post the good and the bad and, and the stupid. So we just, sometimes it's, it's trying to figure out how to not mentally beat yourself up for yeah. something you can't physically do. Not everything is mind over matter. It's not. Yeah. Planks are not mind over matters. It's a, it's a physical, uh, demanding thing. So for me, I get irritated because I like to win and I like to be able to, to do He's it. He's competitive. Um, I'm very competitive. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, so it's frustrating at times, but it, it's, it's good to, like I said, just, you know, post the good and the bad and, or what we think is, is bad. And then, you know, we see others encouraging us and, and saying good things. So, um, we try to put out as much, uh, positivity as we can with our posts and, and when we talk to others and, and it just, it makes us feel better and, and it makes our day go by. We're nice people. Yeah. That's yeah, the I biggest so. thing is that there's no reason we don't want anyone coming on our page and telling us we could have done better or we're doing the wrong diet or we should know better. You know, we just, we say what we want people to say to us. We encourage people. We say, way to go. Good job, man. You're doing awesome. You know, it's just all about creating a really safe, community of people who are encouraging each other and what's the gym that no judgment is that yeah planet fitness no we're uh is crunch is no, crunch judgment? Is no okay. judgment i should know and that. planet fitness is like judgment free zone that's right yeah, okay. and and we're just we're just out there in in the ether sphere trying to encourage <laughs> people i i love that it, while you were talking about the whole positive aspect of it, I, I had a thought when I was driving yesterday, I was doing some grocery shopping and I drove by, I don't know how they got it, but the, this family on the edge of this or the corner of this really busy intersection bought this gigantic like billboard and stuck it in the front of their yard. And as I'm driving by there, it said, I believe it said, we have a national crisis. It's Trump. And just to like go buy something so negative like that, it just at, right. at first it kind of startled me and put me in a little bit of a you know bad mood. And then I just thought, you know, if we were to drive by and see something every day that just says like "smile, you're alive" or "be grateful for today," just like what you guys are sharing every day, some sort of positive message 
image something i you know the world would just be a crazy different place and so true we just have such a negative outlook on everything and that's that's what kind of drew me to both of you guys at first because you guys do you guys have such a well and positive and notion about you so we've been talking a lot too about the difference between instagram and facebook and i think the thing is i want my quote unquote brand on Instagram to be fitness and PCOS. Am I going to add my nerdy stuff? Yeah. Am I going to add my puppy dogs? Of course, I'm a full rounded person, but what I have to say politically or what I feel about people who are of a different religion, race, creed, whatever, and, and I'm a very open person who loves everyone. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. if I had any of that negativity, that's not who I want to be on Instagram. Yeah. And I did not follow any of my friends or family. It, sure. it was for me, I want my newsfeed to be filled with people who are on the journey I'm on or who are encouraging the journey I'm on people mm-hmm. like, um, fat girl fed up and, Discovering Danny and um, diets for donuts. Um, diets not donuts. Diets and, not donuts. Yeah. And um, Noel, I forget it. Discovering Noel, maybe transforming Noel. I think is her name. Like just those people that encourage my weight loss journey because they've been through it is exactly what I wanted to follow. I didn't want to follow politics. I have political views. I am very, James will tell you that on Facebook, I would rant at people and I would be on there all the time, just upset at people having different views than me. And that's not what it's about. You know, I don't need to tell someone they're wrong on Instagram. I need to encourage them because I was encouraged, you know, I think it, I think, I think it goes back to surround yourself with the people that will push you and encourage you through your journey. And, and, and I think that's a big one for people. If, if they don't do that, I personally think you're setting yourself up for failure, especially if you don't have a good accountability partner, like I do with my wife. Um, like if you're, if you're single or a single mother and you know, all, all you're trying to do is just get by and get through the week and, and, you know, you got work or multiple jobs, you, I, I mean, I've been there, not with a kid, but uh, I, I've been there, and, and you just get in this headspace that is negative, and um, w- the last thing you want to do is work out or eat eat right, and so I think surrounding yourself by by those people, with by those people. by those signs, like you say, you know, seeing those positive signs, um, really just just changes your whole your whole day. And you know? James is a super grateful person. He will. And humble. He will never boast, but he is the person that if we're walking through Ikea and there is someone struggling to put a large, um, you know, shelving unit into their cart, he will say, do you need help? He's someone who will buy um, the food of someone behind us in the grocery line or buy the coffee of someone behind us in the Starbucks line or whatever. He's he's always very caring of others. Our bank account doesn't always love that <laughs> because we are we are um, definitely people who have student loans and a life and you know all of that. But he he is has always been a person who wants to bring a smile and and sunshine and grace into people's lives. So um, that's awesome. That, I really that, that comes from you know growing up the way I did. I mean, my mom and I were very poor and we struggled to. To, to get food sometimes and and we got by and and even some Christmases didn't weren't gonna happen without the the kindness of others so um, for me you know especially if you're having a really bad day or something like that try to make someone else's day better and I, smile. Guarantee, I guarantee you um, it will win every time your your mood will change um, there's a there's a there's a line in the movie Patch Adams, and I'm going to butcher it because I don't remember it off the top of my head because I was ill-prepared uh, for a Patch Adams quote. Um, but it's it's something about, you know, treat a patient with medicine. Um, you will you may fix the disease, but you won't fix the person. Uh, treat a patient with love, and you'll always, you'll always fix the person, you know? And, and 
Uh, I'm not saying, you know, don't go buy everyone you see things, but, you know, just the simple act of, I, I've had a lady, you know, when I've done that in the past at the grocery store, I paid for her stuff. I've had them cry, you know, because no one has no one has shown them that before. You don't or, know the struggle of the person next yeah, to you. And if know. you can make their day and make them stop thinking about that struggle for one minute, you've you've improved their lives by that one minute. You know, Smart. I, I also like to walk around like when I'm walking past someone, I generally say, hey, how's it going? You know, just or smile. Right. Um, right. Because. You never know what that little action will do for the rest of their day. And you never know what the trickle-down effect of that is either. So, And he's a funny guy. He loves to make people laugh. <laughs> I do like to talk a lot and make people laugh. Yeah, that, that, is, a, that is a thing. Um, so, and, and again, we, uh, we, um, we, we like to do that on, on Instagram w- w- with others as well. And um, that's, just, that's just who we are. And I don't it's all about, hopefully, I think, hopefully that comes across. I think the journey, the weight loss journey, and, and really – the journey to become a happier person in life is all about cutting that toxicity and that negativity out of your life. I mean, I've burned bridges with people who were my best friends because I realized that they didn't want me to succeed, that they were either on their own path and using me to become their best selves and didn't care about me, or they didn't want me to become a better person because I would surpass them. Once I realized that their motivations weren't as pure as mine, they weren't my friend anymore because they were never my friend and I couldn't see past that label. So, you know, cutting out that negativity and that toxicity is so important when you want to try to improve your life and be a happy person. And just just knowing no matter what your situation is um, or, or what weight you are, you know, you're worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's that's the biggest thing, because we get so, so down on ourselves. And, and I, trust me, I'm preaching to the choir because I do it almost on a daily basis and I try not to. But it's hard not to. But, you know, we got to keep telling ourselves we are worth it. We're amazing. You know, we are going to do this. And, and you keep saying that mantra and and I guarantee you, you will do better than the day before. And if you slip up and have a have pizza or or you know or or whatever you know that gets off as long as you don't let that bring you down tomorrow's a new day oh yeah i bruised i bruised my knee the other day and i took one rest day and i thought i'm never gonna get back in the gym ever again in my life you know you go to those extremes when you have anxiety and you're worried and it's just not true you've changed your life once you've made that change a rest day is not the end of the world. It's your body telling you, hey, I need a rest day. And you got to listen to your body. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big, big person of someone who doesn't do that. Um, I will push myself. Uh, I remember when we were in Austin, um, I tried taking kickboxing class and uh, I blew my knee out and was wow. like, I was all, I was out for like six, a good six months. Um and because you went to it, like physical therapy and because everything? I didn't listen to my body, I was in pain after it happened, and I continued to do it, and I continued to do the circuit, and I should have stopped and, and gotten help, and you know iced. I, I did, iced, and I did <laughs> I didn't do that, and because I didn't do that, you know it, it took me off my journey. Um, yeah. Life happens. That's we we can't stop life. Life will not stop for us. We're just on that train. So. You just have to wake up tomorrow and say, you know, I'm going to do better than I did today. And for for me, I like to make micro goals because if I if I make a big goal and say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do 50 different things, I'm going to get down on myself. One, if I don't finish them or two, I'm going to get overwhelmed because I put too much on my plate. So what I do is, okay, what's what's the first thing that I need to do? Okay, I need to this is an example, but um, I need a shower shave and and take the dogs out. Boom, that's a micro goal. When you're done with that, all right, what's the next thing I got to do? This, this, and this. A good example of that is we um, we went to Seattle for a, a work um, conference that James had. And he decided, because he's a huge fan of Jason Momoa, shout out to Jason <laughs> if he's listening. We'd love to meet you. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I, no, I want to meet him. That's not a just kidding. Okay, like, not a just kidding. About, he's yeah. a, a little bit obsessed with Jason Momoa, more than I am as a lady, and he is a hot man. 
Um, <laughs> it's just the man's man. What can I say? Uh, but yeah. he really wanted to go hiking in the mountains and he really wanted to go indoor rock climbing for the first time. And we knew no matter what our fitness journey is, we needed to condition. So we did the Stairmaster more. We went hiking in our local forest that's literally right down the street. We have a national forest. Yeah. Um, so we, we bought hiking boots, you know, it was all the little things that led up to, and that's so different than saying, I'm tired of the treadmill. I'm going to do kickboxing now. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. so different to have those micro goals and say, okay, if I want to get to climb to the top of a mountain, what are the things I need to do to condition myself and get myself ready for that big thing? I think, and I think if you get bored in the gym, because because it can be boring, especially sitting on a treadmill or sitting on a treadmill, walking on a treadmill, um, finding outdoor activities like the indoor rock, you know, what's indoor outdoor rock climbing, um, uh, not boogie boarding, what is it, paddle boarding? Yeah, you know, axe things, throwing, uh, axe, axe throwing, which I'm which I just started the axe throwing league here locally, which is awesome. Um, getting out and actually walking like around the lake or we walk you know. our dogs all the time. We love that time together and that time outdoors and you don't have to be an outdoors person or you don't have to do something outdoors, but just getting yourself up and moving for a change just really, really helps. I will say now that, now that we are active at the gym and we're more active outside and doing things outside more, um, I crave being outside and mm-hmm. in, in those activities now because I get bored without it because I used to just sit at home and eat and play video games and, you know, not have a wife and, <laughs> and work. Yeah. And that was it. Um, and that's, uh, you know, I still play some video games every now and then, but, uh, I've changed I, his life exponentially. <laughs> your life. Thank you very much. It was, it. it was 50, 50. Okay, um, <laughs> So, I mean, once you get in that active mind space, you're going to want to do do more things. And especially if you're getting bored in the gym, I, I highly encourage, you know, go out for walks, go hiking if you can, go to a lake, you know, find something that you like that's around you that can, that you can do on the cheap. Um, or free. Or free. Yeah. Walking is free, just depending on where you walk, I guess. Um, you know, that that's 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 been really big for us. Mm-hmm. Our trainer has been huge for us, too. Um, yeah, Slim Jim Athletic, he is our man, mostly <laughs> because I have a lot of past injuries. I have fractured my left ankle. I've sprained both my knees and both my ankles multiple times. I've gotten a contusion in my left shoulder. My back is usually in pain. There is a lot of baggage that comes with me trying to work out. And depending on what day it is, one of those pieces of my body might be in extreme pain, but having a trainer, he helps, uh, you have to communicate with them. You can't just, you know, go in and ex- expect that, you know, the drill sergeant is going to push your body in ways that it couldn't move before. That's not what it's about. I go in and I communicate, this is what hurts today. This is what I have been doing. Um, what can we do? And if my knee hurts. We'll do mostly arms. We'll do stretches, but or he'll give you a variation yeah. of how to do something that doesn't hurt you. He really focuses on your core. Um, it's it's beating my head now. I think every other word from him is uh, is your core tight. You glutes. know, glutes. <laughs> you know, make sure you're engaging those. And and it's actually you know really true that that your core is important. And and but it's nice to have someone who who you can communicate with and who listens to you and listens to your aches and pains and then can structure things around it. And also I have a, I have a bad back. And so our big focus has been focusing on my core, focusing on my back exercises, making everything else stronger so that the weak parts of his body don't take all the brunt. Yeah. And it's, and it's been amazing. It's really been amazing. Um, and, and some of the stuff that I've learned to do and that I have done, I, I would not have done in the past um, without with the, someone with who the regular knows. gym and, yeah. you, know, you know, without, without that knowledge. So if I, I, I highly encourage people if they can afford it, um, even if it's just one day a week to try to get That's a personal all I trainer, do. um, 
and if and if you can afford it, then uh, look at some YouTube videos. Uh, you know, reach out to people who are on on the journey already, because I'm sure we've all done mm-hmm. the same exercise 15 different ways, and we can tell you what way works for us for this. It's part definitely part. important to note that if you're gonna go online and search for a person, that you look for someone who has a certified training, not just someone or who has been through classes, who knows yeah. what they're talking about. Yeah. James and I would never in a million years go on Instagram and say, do this workout because this is for you. Because we don't know what baggage people are carrying in, what injuries they're carrying in, if they're going to hurt themselves more. We we don't know people's stories. So this is what we do. This is what works for us. If we do a video of us doing an exercise beyond like running on the treadmill or jogging on the treadmill let's be honest we're not up to running yet it feels like yeah. running <laughs> yes my knees yes. and ankles think it's running but if we do more than like a video of couch to 5k it's usually a video with our trainer because yeah. that person knows how we have to move our body in order to not injure it and and that's the most important thing if one of us gets injured then the other one's on the journey alone and who knows if we can keep our diet up to suffice for you know the not working out and not gaining weight. Right. I think um, the other really important thing for me in the weight loss journey, and the reason that I picked the handle losing with love is that you have to bring love and grace to yourself within this journey. That if you don't love yourself at 385 pounds, you're never going to get to the 275 pounds I am. You know, I never would have made that journey if I didn't feel like I was a beautiful person who was worth being the best version of myself. If I didn't give myself a little grace when I couldn't do it, if I didn't, um, if I didn't care about myself, I wouldn't take care of myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's such an amazing way to look at it because so many people kind of to your thoughts earlier about people walking into the gym and instantly looking at you. We just have such a we instantly have such a negative connotation with things like that. And we're instantly drawn to the bad rather than understanding that everybody's, you know, there for a reason or, you know, I'm I'm just like those people, just a couple steps, you know. A couple steps, not behind. There was a there was a meme or something that I saw, and it was a picture of Jeff Bezos in his like first office, and it said, "Don't compare your step one to someone else's step 20. Yeah, 100%. like percent. They are already through that journey. They have done all the work. They may be in maintenance phase. They may be a billionaire. That doesn't mean you'll never get there. You're just on step one. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and I think the, the flip side of that, too, is when you walk into a gym and see other people there, you know, I, I try to think of it as, you know, maybe I'm going to inspire them to, mm-hmm. to get going. Because if they see a 330-something pound dude trying to jog on a treadmill, maybe that gives them the thing that says, man, I, if he can do it, maybe I can do an extra minute on this thing. And you know, it's, um, there's someone on Instagram, I think it's Fighting for Fitness 525. <clears throat> And she was 500 pounds. I believe she's lost some weight since then. Um, But she goes swimming. And that's what I did when I first started my journey. And when you are three, four, 500 pounds to get in a swimsuit and get in the gym, that is so hard for you mentally. If you can't wrap your mind around the fact that you are worth the journey, then you can't get in a swimsuit in front of a bunch of people. I know I couldn't do it when I was a teenager. And... And there was one day when I was swimming at Gold's Gym and someone stopped me. And she was a triathlete. This woman was like a firefighter. She did everything. And she said, it inspires me every day when you come in and put the work in. Yeah. That's that's, amazing. That is amazing. I take my shirt off when I do my plank um, for planks for my plank challenge. And I don't do it because I like to show off, you know, my, my, my man boobs. You're such a bro. Um, yeah, yeah, or my, my abs that are hiding underneath my pouch. Um, I do it I do it because, one, it helps me gain confidence because I don't like taking my shirt off in front of, you know, public or public right. to see me that way. But I also do it because 
it shows exactly who I am and where I'm at. And if someone's scrolling through and they see me on the ground with my shirt off doing a plank, you know, maybe that inspires them to say, you know what, if, if, if he can do it, maybe I can do it. And, and really that's, that's our main goal. We don't really, um, care too much about the, the, the big things, you know, that, that most Insta famous people, you know, care about likes and whatever. <laughs> we care about but, motivating people to be their best selves. They don't have to yeah. be better than us. They don't have to, you know, I, if they are better than us, that's great. Yeah. You know, that's, that only makes us happy that they are successful and happy. If people are unhappy in a weight loss journey, they don't have to be in it. If you're happy being the way you are, that's fine. Nobody has to be a certain weight, a certain size. I think the reason there's negative connotations about gym is that we see over and over again that skinny people go to gyms, you know, that we see over and over again that skinny people wear yoga pants, that skinny people do this, that skinny people do that. And we have to like break that cycle in our head and, and of that cycle of the media that, that people who are overweight or people who are elderly or people, you know, well, and, and that have the, diseases can go to the gym and can, can really succeed. The reality of it too, is we, we live in America and, and in America, I think it's over 50% are, are overweight, you know, yeah. and, and whether that's, you know, marginal for your height and weight, but it's still, you know, you're not like a, one percent you know leper that that can't get through it so um again it really it goes back to having that support system and Mm -hmm. and being held accountable and and i really think that the online community um is great for that especially for that's what we try to do we try to be as we try to be as supportive as possible to as many people as possible and we're not we have a couple thousand followers. We're not Insta famous. And I think as long as we can. I just can't believe more than one person follows me. <laughs> I, just, I don't I don't get it. As long as we can keep up with it, we just want to be there to encourage people. If people have a breakdown and say, oh, my God, I had McDonald's today. I hate myself. Right. We can say, hey, it's just a slip up. You're fine. We've all done it. If people, you know, come to me and say, hey, I've just been diagnosed with PCOS. I'm going to say, what do you have questions about? What do you need? Like, I know the disease sucks. I know that it's really, really rough and it's scary at first, but until you, I got, I'm now finally at a place where I have control over my body. I might not have control of my symptoms. I might have days where I have chronic fatigue or I have a full blown flare up where I feel like I have the flu and I can't hardly move. And that really sucks when I'm in the gym. <laughs> but right. um, but I feel like I'm in more control of my body and can tell my body, okay, you're giving me signs. I'm going to rest because, you know, I need it. And not pushing myself too hard and not um, – I don't feel like – I'm out of control and my hormones are controlling everything. You know, I'm in control of me. Well, and I, I think a good um, a good uh, thing about motivating people is we had um, Stronger Than Fat um, is, an, is an amazing person. Um, and she started her weight loss journey. And she's never, well, not never, but she hasn't been on the floor in a very long time. And we encouraged her to do to try doing a plank. And and I and and I told her I said if she did a ten second plank I would throw on a dress and 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 throw some drag makeup on and post it you know, <laughs> and I have no shame so you know it was a win win for me. Yeah. Dresses are dresses are super comfy and airy. What can I say? Um, <laughs> they're more breathable than more, a pant. <laughs> they're more breathable yes. than a pant or a short. Um, and and she did it and it was amazing because she said that she hasn't been down on the floor in years and that she'd never thought she'd be able to do it. And, and there was proof video proof that she did it and you can do it. And, and to me, that was, that was the most amazing thing to see. Mm -hmm. If, if I quit Instagram tomorrow, that's for me, that's a proud moment. That that. person, like if we quit Instagram tomorrow, he's still proud of the work he put into motivating other people. But I think that we both feel that our journey is so impactful. We just want to keep, impacting more people. I don't, I don't think that, um, 
not trying to humble brag, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I think that if we just dropped off the face of the earth, dropped off Instagram, lived our own lives, didn't care about other people, that some of those people would quit too. That some of those people need us as an accountability because they're single or um, their partner doesn't do it with them or they just, you know, they have fun on Instagram doing weight loss with other people. Well, we're fun people too. We're super fun people. Yeah. And, and me, me and drag is pretty entertaining, I think. So <laughs> anyway, sorry, we, we talk, we, like, oh, we like, talk a lot. So if you have any other questions, I feel like feel one day we'll do us. like the tacos no. gets fit army drag, uh, yeah, 5k not? or something. Sure, <laughs> it's going to get huge. <laughs> That would be that would be quite the spectacle. That's for sure. It would be I, fun. It would be. Go going into your last comment there, Megan, about your relationships, significant others. The one of the things I find most endearing about you guys is that you're doing this together. Because, like you said, some people are on it alone or start off alone. So my question for you is, what what has been for each of you? What has been the most or the best thing that's come out of? doing going through this journey together as far as your marriage goes i think for me it's it's uh it's trying things new with my wife that we've never done before and exploring different areas of 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 our lives that we never thought we do like i mean going rock climbing together that was amazing i never yeah. thought we'd do that together um going hiking when we were in seattle on this beautiful mountain and snow um, and exposing ourselves to that. I, I think that pushes us and keeps things fresh and it gives us things to look forward to. Um, I mean, when it comes down to it, anytime I get to spend with there is, is oh, for the, shucks. for the most nice. part, awesome. <laughs> I, got, I'm I gotta say for the most part. I mean, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think, it, I think it's those, those new fun things that just spices up life and, and, and our marriage and, gives us gives us things to look forward to and you know for at least for me that's that's what it feels like i i've said many times that james and i were on opposite ends of the spectrum when we met james was a homebody he was an old man he went to work he came home he sat down he played his video games he ate his fast food i was a party girl before i met james i was out downtown enjoying all that austin had to offer hiking and doing this and that, but mostly drinking. (laughs) And he calmed me down and made me more of a person who cared about other people and cared about the health of my body. Um, And she didn't think she was, I didn't think I was worth anything. And that, that was sad to me because she doesn't, she doesn't see the person that I see every day. I mean, I do now. I do now, but yeah. but when he met me, I said, I don't deserve you probably every single day. I thought that I was unworthy of being loved, that I was unworthy of being cared for. I was a very independent person who always wanted to be in a relationship, but didn't know what it was like to be really taken care of by someone and nurtured. And he brought that to me and I gave him a sense of wonder and adventure and doing new things and trying things out and meeting new people and getting the hell out of the house. She's, she's yeah. pushed me to be a better man. That's, that's, that's likewise. Good. <laughs> I'm the best man. You are the best man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, I think for, for me, the best thing about the weight loss journey is just the honesty. Like I, before I met James, never told someone that I had PCOS before in my life. Before I met James, I never told someone that I shaved my face every day because I grew hair on my chin and sideburns. I was totally embarrassed by that fact. And he's seen me shave my face and he's still here. Like, he's not afraid that I have a disease that I can't control. He doesn't see me as the bearded lady that I thought I was. He doesn't see me as this outlier, outsider, not cool enough, not funny enough, you know. Look at the symptoms of my disease and say, I'm chalking that up to that's all that Megan is. He knows my layers, you know. And I wouldn't be able to be on the path I'm on to 
inspire other people with PCOS, to be honest about my PCOS, to talk about things like male pattern hair growth or hair loss or belly fat or just anxiety and depression. I mean, fatigue, like there are so many symptoms that I have that do not equal me. And being able to open up and be honest with James about those things I'm struggling with, as well as the positive things in my life, has really opened me up as a person to the world. Yeah, that's important with every marriage or relationship, really, is communication super key. And honesty. So and many honesty, people lie yeah. to each other. <laughs> you're you're almost too honest to me sometimes. Yeah. She tells me how many times she poops all the time. And there are <laughs> some things that... Sometimes, so I, go sometimes I wake up from a dream and apologize that I made out with Jace Momoa. I mean, he does <laughs> and, the same thing too. And then too, I wish I was in that dream. So you know, <laughs> it's, it's just one of that, those things. That is I mean, it is it is an intense <laughs> amount of honesty. But I mean, I think that I think once you've seen the other person poop, it's true love. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's just it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, yeah, not when you not when you see it in person, but uh, yeah, it, it, that's true love. I would be remiss. Yeah, now I have to regather my thoughts, Megan. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you more about PCOS. So what I want to ask you is, how has that impacted the start and your current state of your weight loss? And then to bring James into it as well, how has it been? I guess learning more about. Megan's PCOS and how has it impacted you if at all? Uh, so to start it off, um, the beginning of the journey was terrible because I had symptoms all the time. Um, when I was 385 pounds, there were days that, uh, my inflammation in my body was so bad that it felt like my skin was on fire and the fat was just trying to escape and I just wanted to scratch my skin off. It just, it didn't feel good to be inside my body. And, you know, on days like that, if I was in a lot of pain, I'd do like a juice cleanse for a day or two or three, sort of, <laughs> as yeah. long as I could handle without food, you know, and trying to flush all the toxins out of my body. And, um, you know... I was in daily pain. I, um, like being overweight, you obviously have symptoms. Obviously you're going to be like out of breath. If you walk upstairs, sometimes putting on pants, but <laughs> you know, um, it also was hard for you to lose weight because your body was fighting against. You. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, weight loss is really, really hard with PCOS and, and people don't realize that. I mean, Sometimes I struggle with the fact that I've had bariatric surgery and and it's because I never want anyone to say to me that I took the easy way out or I copped out. I never mm. want that negative connotation of I just had someone fix the problem for me because I am in the gym almost every day. I am making sure the meals that I put in my body are as good as possible. Well, and the doctor said too that this is it's a tool to help you. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not a fix. There's no pill out there. There's no surgery no, out there because I think, you can have a smaller stomach and still eat like shit and, and I, still stay I, And I've heard many stories where where people have done that, where people just <clears throat> eat whatever they want after they have surgery and they gain all the weight back. It is a hundred percent a lifestyle change, but. Uh, to get a little more intimate, <laughs> like our, our sex life wasn't existent because PCOS made it really hard. It hurts, you know, like yeah. not just having a big body, but, but the act of making love was painful and I would curl up in a ball and cry. And that would just, it would just, you know, devastate James that he was doing something wrong. And it wasn't his fault. It was the cysts I had in my ovaries that were making it painful. Um, so I've seen amazing increases in um, energy, stamina. Uh, I experience fatigue. Sometimes if I'm, you know, spending the whole day running around doing chores, this and that, and then I go to take a shower and then my body has relaxed. I'm I'm done, <laughs> you know, yeah. like I'm, I'm spent. There's no more left in me. Um, but 
the amount of energy that I have now versus then is incredible. I'm, I, I can't even begin to say all of the benefits that losing weight has done for my PCOS, but it was not the magic cure to lose weight. I still have anxiety all the time. Um, I uh, have irrational fears. My my biggest one, my go-to when I'm talking about my anxiety is um, James and I were driving down the road once and there was a cardboard box in the road and I freaked out that it might be full of kittens. And the second I thought yeah. that box is full of kittens, I couldn't stop my brain from thinking we were about to run over kittens. And he had to stop the car and get out and move the empty cardboard box from the road. It's yeah. it's irrational what goes on in your mind when you have anxiety. And, and that has not stopped and it will not stop. I mean, there's definitely therapy I can go to. There's definitely um, happy pills I can take. Weight loss isn't the answer, but it's PCOS is going to be something I deal with my entire life. Whether I am able to get fertile or not, I still will live with these symptoms for the rest of my life. There is no cure. It's a hormonal imbalance. Yeah. And, yeah. There's yeah. And oh, man, this poor guy, when I when I'm <laughs> off my huh. when I'm off my birth control for that one week a month, it's like. It's like Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, when I'm changing my chemical balance, you know, right. when I'm changing my hormone composition once a month, he has to deal with that. And it is not easy. And I can't help. I can't take away those fears. I can't take away my mood swings. I can't take, I can only say, listen, I can't control what's going on right now because I have just removed all estrogen from my body for one week you know right yeah, so I, I think that it's I like think that's rage. A, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think from the support aspect of that i think it's um one you have to know the person you're with and know their their quirks and their ins and outs um and and for me i just i don't take it personally um it's hard sometimes because, you know, we, we all say things or do things we don't necessarily mean in the moment. But I think it's it's more so just knowing that, um, you know, this is this is something that she has to deal with and, and I'll, I'll be here to support her. And, and and honestly, a lot of the times it's just uh, giving her some space um, and then and then or a snuggle or a snuggle <laughs> um, <laughs> Or a heating pad, or you know, whatever, whatever is needed. I think, I think just being extra supportive in that. Um, I go back to uh, whenever I get sick, I, I have the man flu for everything, even when I have a hangnail. So um, just, just kind of go, go back and and think, you know, how would you want to be treated? And you know, when you're feeling really bad and and things are not going your way, and your body's fighting against you. So um, it takes patience, big time. Um, Big time patience. Um, sometimes I, I do a smile when I'm around her, and then when I close the door, I scream in the air where she can't hear me. Um, I don't know that. That helps. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but again, it's it, that that comes with marriage, and that comes with time. And I mean, sometimes there's there's moments where one or both of us have to drive off and go to the gym and release some of that energy. Last night, I was having a particularly terrible mental health night and I put on PS I love you and cried my eyes out and he's like are you okay do you need to talk about it and I said I just need to get it out out of me it's stuck inside you know yeah that was weird because I was trying to program a universal remote for the tv <laughs> and that was a weird moment but you know we just we just sat down and we, I just let her talk and we talked to her and yeah if you can talk it out I think that's probably the best way when you, you know you're in a good marriage when your husband texts you when you're coming home from work and he says, I have your sweatpants out. I got some chocolate chip cookie dough. Like <laughs> Healthy, vegan, non-GMO. I mean, yeah. back back when um, when I was drinking, he'd say, I've opened your wine so it can breathe. Like, that's a good man. That's <laughs> wow. it. He knows what your body needs. That's awesome. I'm going to try. Let's say you're meeting somebody for the first time who has a significant amount of weight to lose. They don't have any background in it, and they they need your guidance. For whatever reason, you're only going to see them for a brief amount of time, and you can only give them three tips, and I'll give you three tips each. And then 
you're never going to see them again. What are the top three things you think you would give to this person in that scenario? Oh, wow. I think we have the same sort of a, three. Didn't know that was a test. Uh, so <laughs> one of us should go first, and yeah. then the other one should you know add what? on. I'm going to be the gentleman, and I'll let the lady go. Okay. Mm. Well, see. I'll see what your answers are. Um. So I guess my first tip would be: you are worth whatever change you want. Damn, you took mine. Yeah, I knew. I knew that would be one of yours. Yeah. We're we're so alike. Um. <clears throat> I think. Uh-oh. I was going to quote Eleanor Roosevelt Jesus. because, no, it's my favorite quote. My favorite quote oh, is, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Wow. That, like, this moment that you're going towards, if you believe that it will happen, it will. But that you have to know it's going to be a beautiful moment, you know. that right. not And not to struggle in that. Um, and that I think that taking a break doesn't mean giving up and give yourself grace if you fail. Mm. Yeah. Oh God, I have to go after that. Yeah, you let the lady go. <laughs> you offer, yeah. <laughs> you offer. Um man, I I would have to I would have to assume it was someone like myself. Um so letting them know that yeah you you are worth it. I mean that that's a big one. Um but the it, it's more so you're not alone. Like you may be alone and not have the support physically there, but there is support out there through Facebook groups, Instagram, you know, your local gym. Um, so, you know, letting them know that you're not alone in this, you know, there are outlets for you. Support groups. Uh, support groups. Um, letting, letting them know that... Um, it is a mental struggle and you are going to have amazing days and you're going to have bad days and you have to not let the bad days ruin the good days that you have. Because weight loss won't fix you. No, no. Cause you can be skinny and still have a bad mental, you know, mm-hmm. image of yourself. And, and that, that's a big one for me personally. Um, and and I and I think the the last one would would just be you know I love you man or woman I mean like <laughs> it just, I, dog whoever whoever this is for I I because I think we don't say that enough to people um, and and even though you know I'm it's not like I'm saying it to my wife but people need to hear that positive you know thing you know that that you are worth it you know you are going to have those bad days but you're going to get through it and you are loved and and i think if if you can kind of start that route and say that to someone you know hopefully god i hope i i hope that would that would be enough or i think that um in the community on instagram we're attracted to the people um that are most like us that either in the journey or where we were at the start of our journey or where are where we want to be at the end of our journey. I think that we look for genuine people. And I think that we see so much of ourselves and everyone that we're meeting that we just do love them. We love what they're trying to do with their lives and how they're trying to be better. And, you know, that they're good parents, even though we're not parents, you know, or, but they, 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 can, they can do it. Yeah. And then to, yeah. to pull Gary's brand, hard work always wins. It, it really does. You know? Yeah. You put in the work, you're going to get the results. And and that's a hard question to ask, but it's a good question at the same time, because if they're not mentally ready for it in their life, then 99% of the time it's not going to happen. Our- so it, it really is a big mental game for me. So they have to be mentally ready for it. And hopefully, you know, when they do come and ask that question, um, you know, hopefully that's the first step in them saying, hey, I'm ready. Our trainer asked us today and he was in his civvies. It was his day off. He came to actually work out. He came out. to work out and, and we made him do the plank challenge with us because, you know, we're like that. Um, but he was hanging out today with us at the gym and he said, and this was probably the hardest question is what is the one word that would describe your weight loss journey? And we can't think of one. It's dedication. It's consistency. It's accountability. It's honesty. Like 
there are any number of words to describe what you do to stay on a weight loss journey. It's love. It's grace. It's all of that. Yeah, there's there's really just so many things that add up into it. There, it's that's a difficult question. Yeah, there's so many, so many aspects to it. I definitely mm-hmm. agree. Megan and James, I'm so glad. I'm so grateful you guys <laughs> joined me today. I'm so grateful for your time and thank you for sharing so much of your life. The good, the bad, the ugly, the the <laughs> embarrassing. So I, I loved getting yeah. the chance to talk to you guys and thank you. Just thank you so much for your time and thank you so much for sharing. Thanks, Ryan. No, we were Absolutely. we were happy to do it. We we uh, we love to talk about ourselves. Th- thank you for popping, <laughs> thank you for popping our podcast cherry, my friend. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, we appreciate that. Um, but yeah, it, it was great. It was great to do it, and uh, you know, I, I we wish you nothing but the best with your podcast, and hopefully it takes off. Yeah, and, we can't wait to follow uh, your journey too. Yeah, it's awesome. Man. Yeah, thank you so much. We appreciate I, it. I appreciate you guys. Another big thank you to Megan and James for joining me today. I know I learned so much from the two of them listening to them go back and forth about their journey, their experiences together, and just how they've grown together as a couple. It's so amazing to hear that and so inspiring to think about the lives we can create together with our loved ones through weight loss. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share this with a friend, somebody you think this episode may be of use to. And in case you haven't been told this today, you are worth your dreams.